1: Welcome into the CHGO Chicago Blackhawks podcast. Jay Zawaski and, and Greg Boyson here in studio. We're joined by Mario Terabasi here momentarily. We're presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Hawks lose 2-0 to the Seattle Kraken. On what started as a awesome night where one of the greatest Blackhawks ever, Marion Hosa signed a one-day contract to retire a Hawk. They announced they're going to retire his number 81 next season. But then the Hawks, after one really great shift Mm -hmm. to start the game, completely lay an egg against a supposedly inferior opponent. And uh, before we get into all the great Hosa news, we've got to talk about this game because it was absolutely brutal for 60 minutes. The fact that you could not muster a single goal against one of the worst teams in hockey, at home on a huge night with a good crowd in a good mood, that's inexcusable, man. That's inexcusable. And I know we've talked about, you know, this, the rest of the season is going to be hard, and there's going to be some tough losses and all those sort of things. That's all true, but you cannot, cannot lay an egg like the Blackhawks laid tonight. It was absolutely brutal.
3: Yeah, that uh, one last shift, uh, that's pretty much what we got the first night. or the Yeah, first really. Shift. Uh, the top line came out, had a really good first shift, and it was kind of <sighs> eh from the rest of the night. Yeah. There, are, You could, I think, count on one hand the amount of teams that have fewer points uh, in the NHL than the Blackhawks. They've started this six-game homestand with three of those teams that have yep. fewer points than them. Buffalo Sabres. Arizona Coyotes, Seattle Kraken, you have lost all three of those games. You got one point against the Coyotes, overtime loss. That Buffalo game, that was an embarrassment. Yep. Um, eh. And then, well, actually, I, the Buffalo game was before the road trip, wasn't it? So, whatever. It's still – you've lost three home games against three teams below you, and – you know, Kevin Langan has played really good yeah, these last it's, two games. It's definitely not on him. Uh, this is what you wanted to see out of him, especially after a couple of not-so-good games out of him. He's come back, and he's given you a chance to get four points against two teams that are you should beat. Even though you're a rebuilding, struggling team, these are two teams you should beat. You should beat the Coyotes. You should beat the Kraken. Mm-hmm. And... You don't, it's not that you just lost to the Kraken. You lost to the Kraken badly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, shut out for the eighth time this season. And Nick points out in our chat if you want to join us on the chat, make sure you're on our YouTube channel when we're live after every game. Six straight losses for the Blackhawks. And it's just, I don't know, man. It, again, losing is one thing. And this is what we said. You know, before the uh, before the games in Florida, like you you can take a competitive loss. It's these horrible performances we're seeing and these collapses, and it's just it's really hard to watch. It's really hard to take. And this was a night where the Hawks, <laughs> everything was positive going into the game. The crowd was in a great mood. People were happy to be there. It was the first time the Kraken were playing in Chicago, so you saw a good mix of Kraken fans there too. And to come out and play this way is just brutal. It's There's just no excuse for it. It's almost impossible to break down. It was sloppy. They had a two-minute two-man advantage and didn't get a shot on goal. That is nearly impossible. That's nearly impossible. You can't get a single shot on goal with a two-man advantage against one of the worst teams in hockey. It's not Tampa. It's not Carolina. It's not Florida. It's the Kraken. Yeah. Come on. There's no excuse for
3: that. that. That's just none. The first period they were outshot 17 to
1: 3. It didn't I will say this. Watching the first didn't feel that uneven. Yeah, the like Hawks
3: it, had some chances, they just weren't getting the puck on the net. Right.
1: Puck was not getting on net, but still, to me, this whole game is summarized by a two-minute, two-man advantage with no shots on goal. How? Greg, if you and I took a shift, we'd be able to get one puck through. I would hope. You, It's it's almost... Because you know what I would do in that situation? As soon as the puck's
3: on my stick, I'm putting it towards the net. <laughs> I'm not looking to <laughs> pass it right. back to the guy that just gave it to
1: me. Yes. Stop passing and shoot the damn puck. Well, that's the other thing, too. They have an empty net. Yeah, They're the down the two, and they're cycling the puck. You're down two with a minute left. Stop passing the puck and shoot it. My God, Tom in the chat says this team has quit. I don't know if I'm ready to go that far just yet. I wouldn't say the team, but but there might be some guys
3: that have checked out. There are some guys that are still giving you effort. Anytime that fourth line was on the ice, at least early in the game, they were at least noticeable. You know, Johnson and and Lafferty and, and Kachuk were at least giving you some effort. Um, you know, there, that, that, top line started off great. And then, eh.
1: um, I thought for sure, watching the first shift of that game, that the Hawks were going to walk away with this one. Yeah. That, that first shift of the game with Kane to Brinkett and Strom looked like a power play. They were cycling, they were getting shots through, but maybe not on goal. Lots of good looks, lots of near chances, you know, almost scored a couple of times. And then from then on the game just changed and it's, I I don't know. I, I, you know, I, it's, I have publicly stumped for Derek King to retain this job and I still think he should. I still think he should, because look, you're not going to win anything anyway and you need a guy with a positive message. We've been through this many, many times, but at some point you got to look and say what's going on. And when Mario joins us, I'm going to be really curious to hear what, Derek king had to say after the game i know he's not gonna be happy that's for sure you couldn't possibly spin this game in a positive way at all i, I can't even imagine that he's gonna say anything remotely positive about the game that's not regarding marion hosa it was the only thing about the night that was positive in a game that they should have won yeah. they're a better team than the kraken right maybe not maybe not maybe now yeah. after the trade deadline they're the worst roster in hockey because that's that is how they're playing it's hard
3: to argue that. I mean, you. It, this has been the frustrating thing thing about this team all season. they they've they they should have been better
1: all season long. It feels like underachievement.
3: Very yes. much so. Yep. And it's like, when that top line is clicking, things are good. But when they're not scoring, nobody else is stepping up. Right. Nobody else is a scoring threat. I mean, there were a couple chances tonight where it's like guy gets behind the defense and you're like, ooh, oh, it's Reese Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, oh, it's Dominic Kubelik. Yeah. None of these guys can freaking finish to save their lives.
1: There was a moment in the first where Reese Johnson got a puck out in front and just couldn't even like really advance it. it. It was a prime scoring chance, but he just sort of flipped it towards the net area. On the backhand, it just did not work out. It, yeah. You're right. Look, that that's the reality, is if DeBrinckit and Kane and Strom are not scoring, then the team Nobody is not isn't. scoring.
3: No, that's why they've been shut out eight times this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's it. And, look, you might want to question the veterans for not giving all they've got, but you can't expect three guys to carry your team every night. That's not fair. And Jonathan Taves should be on the list of one of the people you should count on, but the reality is he just hasn't been this year. No. He's been you know, third-line caliber this season, and that's the reality. We all love Jonathan Tays. We just spent last week praising the guy for everything he's done here, but the reality is this year he just has not been effective enough. And, again, if those three guys aren't scoring, and especially Dabrinkit and Kane, even to put Strom in that category is tough because he... Well, Strom
3: goes as Dabrinkit and Kane goes. Right, of course. Right. right. He's He's not saying he's along for the ride, but... You know, when those guys are scoring goals, he's getting assists. Or when those guys are getting assists, he's usually the one scoring the goals. So, uh, you know, and yeah, Taves has been f- hard to watch at times, though he's played better of late. I agree. But he's just not the difference maker he once was. Yep. And there are no more other difference makers. We get flashes. There's a nice two-three run there, a three-game run there from Taylor, Taylor Radish. Yep. But now he's kind of become a guy. Kachuk uh, Sam, hasn't shown much either. No, I mean, he's he's good to give you a hit fine. cause a turnover, but, you know, he's not a difference maker, not at this point. Sam Lafferty, you know, he'd have a game or two where you're like, oh, wow, we caught something here. And then it's like, oh, yeah, Sam Lafferty's out there tonight. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was playing yeah. tonight. These he's are another g-
1: one that has to be with decent players that have any sort of impact. Yeah,
3: so, like, you know. Well,
1: but- and look, Reichel plays tonight, too, and there was a moment or two. Yeah, he had a where nice, you saw the flash?
3: Yeah, he had um, uh, the most impressive play that he made actually started in the defensive zone. Where he b- made that, put himself out there, blocked a shot, mm-hmm. and then followed the play back, and it created a scoring chance for him at the other end. I believe it was Lafferty that was out there. Um, so he blocks a shot, jumps right into the play, and gets a scoring chance. Didn't score, but those are the types of things you want to see from a young player that's engaging and willing to play defense and, and get a bruise to stop a puck, uh, especially at that point of the game where you're you're losing and you've been getting badly outplayed. Um, but, yeah, it, it's kind of like as one of our commenters just said, you know, why, why is – what's Reichel learning up here? I mean, there is some value to giving him stuff. But, yes, I think it's much more uh, – beneficial for him to be in Rockford and play those playoff games. And I think that's the plan. Yeah. That,
1: that, that's gotta be the I mean, plan. Yes, I mean, Kyle
3: Davidson says, you know, oh, I don't mind, you know, wasting that first year of his, well, you, you, you kind of should, kind of should. I'm thinking he's just right. saying the right things. He's a little gamesmanship, but I think the plan was there was no coincidence that he gets called up while they have four straight home games. And he has four games left before that, kicks over. Yeah. So, he's close enough to Rockford if you got to get him back, he can get him back. Give him a nice reward. Hey, you've had a really great first pro season here in North America. We're going to get you up here. We're going to get you some NHL games, some NHL team meals and hotels, and then we're going to send you back to m- make some noise in the AHL playoffs.
1: Yeah. I uh, got a comment here from Tom in the chat. He says JLA King, he came in and did an admirable job initially, but other than Strom, who's gotten better? Defense is still atrocious. I think they need a brand new voice. Uh, that's definitely a fair comment. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I, there's nothing I can argue with you on there. I will say this, though. It's a tough situation to come into midstream, right? He jumps into a season that's already off to a disastrous start. Basically, what he has to do is get the team resembling an NHL team again. He did that. Now the Hawks make these trades. The team's just not good. They're just not talented. Right. And look, I don't think it has to
3: do with a voice at this point. They're just, they're just not enough talent. It's just not a good team. There's not enough NHL talent out there right now. That's it. And there are some guys that have gotten better. Uh, I think, you know, Mackenzie Entwistle's a guy you can say, yeah, he's gotten better. I think Caleb Jones is a guy you can see some yeah. progression. Now, he still has his moments out there where you're like, ugh. But I think, you know, that's a guy that's progressed so there has been guys dylan strome obviously is one of those guys that have played better under him uh jones and whistle are two guys that i think have improved
1: i think i think it's fair to say too that even though he's not converting and not scoring and not putting up points that kirby docks all-around game has gotten better he has. he's become effective in the defensive zone in the neutral zone so look it's not it, I'm not going to, I'm not bending over backwards here to defend Derrick King. I think, Tom, your point is is certainly valid and, and should be considered. I just think that when you look at where the Hawks are right now, I'm going to give Derrick King at least another year. I'm not saying he's the guy for the next five, but give him another year and see what he can do with a full training camp. Maybe he brings in some of his own assistants. That's not you a know, bad idea cause, either. Because who knows, like, what sort of presence Mark Crawford has there. Um, you know, Mark Crawford's a guy who's running the defense that has not been good under Mark Crawford. No. Nope. And, you know, as much as th- that guy's got skins on the wall, but those skins are old. Yeah. They've, they've been there for a long time. They're shriveled up dry skins. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I think, you know, this, this offseason is going to tell a lot. It just feels like being around, especially over the last, you know, week or so, we have spent some time around the hawks brass. And the people that work for the team. And it just has a feeling that Derek King is in their short term, long term plans. Yeah. If that makes sense. There's no, there's <laughs>
3: no, nothing, you can't, I don't think you, there's anything to lose except hockey games, which you kind of want to anyway, just yeah, by point, bringing why Derek not? King back. Right. But he's good with young players. Uh, he is. He's, he's, he's patient yeah. with young players to a degree. Uh, that's something we've not had a lot of in past years. And you're going to need a guy that has that needs patience these next couple of seasons. What's the key? What's it going to hurt to bring him back next year? Give him a two-year contract or a one-year deal with another
1: one-year option. What, what's Who else?
3: Who are you dying to get?
1: Yeah, I just, I just don't know exactly. what. And just gonna... dying to come take this job right now? Correct. And look, maybe there is some... Maybe there's another Jeremy Calton somewhere that's not a total disaster, right? Like the up-and-coming coach who is off the radar of most teams or whatever that Kyle Davidson's had his eye on for a long time. Mm, I feel like if that was the case, that guy would be here by now.
3: Yeah. He'd grab, why wouldn't you have just grabbed him right when you let go of Jeremy McCollaton?
1: Right. Exactly. Uh or, the other... or
3: brought him in and sent him down the rock for you know, put yeah. him in the organization. There's listen, could you do better than Derrick King? Yeah. Of course. Could you do worse than Derek King? Yes. Yeah. What? But what? What harm is it going to do to bring him back next year for this situation? None, I don't think. No. And but if it's a, if he's a complete disaster next year, then hey, look at that first overall pick. Job well done.
1: Yeah. Right. Um. Got a comment from uh, I am Skokes. I think it's how you say it. Skokes. Reese Johnson's not ideal. And like that's true. Reese Johnson is not an NHL player. No. He's just not. No. It, there's no world where a competitive team would look at that guy and say we need him on our team. It's just, we we play this game all the time, right? Where would this guy be on the 2015 Blackhawks? Rockford's third line.
3: Indy Fuels third line. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> I get, yeah, and I understand why he's why he's out there and yes, he does bring a little bit of that energy and that grit, but dime a dozen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's more, hey, he's here. We don't have to sure, call I up. mean, look, he's he's I, playing I think hard. I th- they are trying so hard to keep this IceHogs team core together so they get to the playoffs and make the playoffs. And I am 100% behind that.
1: Yeah, me too. It's important. I just think the other thing, too, and I've said this before, but not everybody hears every episode, it is slightly concerning to me that a team that is so dependent on their prospects and are so obsessed with getting Rockford into playoffs that a team that's got six defensemen on it with NHL experience is battling for a playoff spot this late in the season. You would think with Kelnick and Mitchell and Bodan and all these guys who have played at the NHL level, Isaac Phillips, on and on and on, that they'd be a little more secure in their playoff berth at this point, and and that sort of makes me wonder too. Like, are all of these prospects bad? Which is terrifying. Well, because ho- aside from Reichel, I don't think there's a sure NHLer in the system. Like even Ian Mitchell, who's had a good year in Rockford. Are you sure he's an NHL defenseman? Mm, not 100, percent
3: right? No, I mean who are the I, sure things? I, as somebody there? who spent the majority of this season covering the Ice Hogs, and and all the last three seasons before that. Icehawks have the same exact problem as the Blackhawks do. They can't freaking score. When Lucas Reichel and Brett Conley, that's right, Brett Conley, when that line isn't scoring, nobody's scoring. Yikes. Um, so, you know, they've had uh, and, uh, Andre Alter Balmarkian has come on and Michael Tepley have come on. When they've played with Lucas Reichel, they've been a very good line. But that's it. They've got the same problem the Blackhawks do. They're a one-line team um that
1: scares me man
3: yeah there's not a lot to be excited for this rebuild is kind of starting from scratch listen we we bitch and moan about stan bowman all the time he has screwed this organization as it comes to their future but we can't be mad about that anymore. It yeah, is what it is. Now
1: it's up to Kyle Davidson. Ky- to fix Kyle
3: Davidson's got to clean up this mess and it's not going to happen in one off-season. It's not going to happen in one trade deadline. It's not going to happen in one draft. Yep. It's going to take years to get this back on track.
1: Nick in the chat says Kyle Davidson has a hell of a job ahead of him. Yeah, I don't That's true. And like I think we said when the hire was made official if in 5 years the Hawks are a Maybe contender is too strong, but a team where if you, if you, if you try real hard, you could maybe squint and see a conference final, maybe just maybe, Kyle Davidson will have done his job. If he can get that done in five years, I think that's a tough ask. Yeah. From where he's building now, look. If, you, if, you, he, ha- if
3: he can make the Blackhawks in five years the Minnesota Wilder this year, job well done. Yeah,
1: and you have to bring to bring it back. Yeah, you I, like the fact that it's even like, well, I don't know. Maybe they should. No, there's no one you're going to trade Alex to bring it for. It. It's going to be better than Alex to bring it. That's just that's just not a thing. There's no way it's going to happen. Right. All right. I see Mario is about to join us here from the United Center. But before he jumps in, I want to remind everybody the best way to support us all here at CHGO is to download the points bet app. And when you do, make sure you use that code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 or more first time deposit at PointsBet. Your home for live in play betting. It just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature, Live NBA Same Game Parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live N- NBA Same Game Parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Want more? You can also boost your live Same Game Parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And now online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can sign up from start to finish on your couch. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Let's bring in our buddy, Mario Tiribasi, who is at the United Center. Mario, what did we hear post-game from Derek King & Company?
0: Yeah, Derek King was, um, as you can expect, not happy with the the effort from the Blackhawks tonight. Um, said uh, there was no no urgency with the team, uh, too many passengers, and he mentioned that you know this is a team that has a lot of players that are playing you know auditioning basically for jobs next season either in Chicago or elsewhere, and basically that the you know to stick in the nhl they have to compete better there's inconsistencies in their urgency and their compete levels and outside of the the start of the game you know the the blackhawks were just run out of the first period by a kraken team that you know i i know we said it against the coyotes but this is a team that you should not be run out uh run off the ice against um this is a team in in Seattle that the Blackhawks should be even or theoretically better than and they didn't show it tonight so you know it's 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 a 60 minute game that you had to sit through to get to the good stuff of of Marion Hosa and all that so' we're, we're in this you know the slow march to the end of the season and it's just an effort that it's hard to get overly mad about, but you feel like the night's wasted.
1: Yeah, I, I was kind of pissed to start because, look, you can you can justify losses when you look at this roster. But Greg brought it up: the 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 teams you've played recently—Buffalo, Arizona, Seattle—these are the teams you're allegedly better than. And when you come out on a night like tonight and lay an egg against a team that's bad at home this to me was an inexcusable loss i i can take it i can take a loss i get it but you can't have a 4 or a 2 minute two man advantage and do nothing with it can't generate a shot that to me that's just lack of focus that's just lack of sticking to the plan that, that that's not coaching the coaches aren't saying like go fumble the puck and not shoot of course not that's players failing to execute it's players failing to focus it's and it, it looked like They were just sort of checked out from start to finish. I still think we have this symptom of the Hawks just assuming they're going to walk over teams. Those days are over. There is no sure victory for the Blackhawks anymore, and it seems like they are the last (laughs) group of people in the world to realize that about themselves.
0: Well, and it, it just seems like, you know, the... The team is out of the postseason race. These games in the standings do not matter. Um, and it, it feels like to me that Derrick King is kind of battling uphill against the players sometimes to get them engaged in these games. You know, we've, we've heard it after a number of games where, you know, they're, they're, they don't start on time. Their compete level is not where it needs to be. You know, they lack urgency, things like that, that we heard tonight. And it's just it's like over and over and over we hear the same things. And the coach can only do so much. He Derek King, for, you know, the NHL career he had, he can't go out there and do it himself. The, the, the players have to have the ability to get up for some of these games at the end of this season these games that don't matter and put it, put forth an effort to, you know, show that they, that they care. You know, we, we talk about, you know, the, the the GAF meter, the given F meter, and it's been low, surprisingly low, even at the end of this season where there's really nothing to play for guys are just kind of individually either playing for jobs or, you know just trying to get to the end of the season healthy fine but the 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 meter has been low and it's it's not encouraging for you know a team trying to to set a tone and an identity going into the next season to have that that meter low and it seems like from Derek King without naming names he is kind of looking at some of either the star players or the young players that are quote unquote part of the rebuild so if that's his his approach is to get those players going you got to see it and consistently we haven't seen it at this point uh, as we get to the end of the year
3: well there's there's been some contradiction with what king has been saying these last couple weeks we've heard it after practice and morning skates when he's talking about guys like uh, mackenzie Entwistle and philip kershev and he's talking about this rotation they get trying to get guys ice time and he said i'm telling them it's not necessarily based on performance it's just your time to sit and let somebody else play but then we hear about the effort is not there so maybe this rotation needs to be based on performance and it doesn't matter if you're one of the young guys. Hey, if Jonathan Taves looks like he his JAF meter is at zero, maybe sit up with us in the press box next time. Send that message to the team. Maybe you you just yeah. you start doing it on performance. It's probably too late to do anything like that. And what what if you know what is that really going to do big picture? But you know, it, it, instead of just saying hey, we're rotating these young guys in and out, it's not based on performance maybe base it on performance for some of these guys that think they have a lineup they have a spot in that lineup every night and stop rotating out these young guys and maybe take a game off for one of these guys you know Dominic Kubelik, why why do we got to watch him every night at this point i know he was scratched for a game but what, what's he doing right now you know why why does he need to be out there every night well how about how about tyler johnson
1: what does he bring to this team 7 minutes nothing no shots, no shot attempts, no missed shots, no hits, no giveaways, no takeaways, no block shots, and he lost a faceoff. The only time I noticed him tonight is when he fell down. Yeah. I, I yeah. Look, and, and we've been through this a lot, and we're all still trying to figure out what the hell is going on with Eric Gustafson and why he's in the lineup. And, look, he didn't play poorly tonight. You look at the stat sheet, and he was okay. But, oh, my God, Eric Gustafson has no future here, none. Why? Riley Stillman should be playing. Alex Vlasic should be playing. Philip Kurashev should be playing. Mackenzie Whistle should be playing. I don't need to see Tyler Johnson again. I'm sorry. I just don't. Like, nothing against him. I know it's been a really tough year for him injury-wise. He's a guy who's got a great reputation around the league, as a guy who plays his ass off, great teammate, yada, yada, yada. That's all fine and good. But seven minutes of Tyler Johnson bringing nothing? give it to a kid and give him that exposure and let them Kershaw. play Phil Kirshenfeld uh, would oh do God. more than that in 7 minutes I don't need to see Gustafson or Johnson again look and I know Johnson's kind of a different situation because you're kind of stuck with him here for the near future uh, because of the contract but <coughs> buy out mm, excuse me I got something in my throat.
3: well I mean yeah, it's you're, just
0: you're you're tied to him unless you do something a little bit drastic Yeah
3: oh, Well and, and the
0: thing too is you know to the point of ice time and and whatnot, Caleb Jones and Eric Gustafson both over twenty minutes tonight. Seth Jones almost played a half hour, and you have Alex Vlasic, who has theoretically some fresh legs. You know, he played the most that he's played all season, but it's just like why? To, to, I mean, to your point, why why do we still have to see Eric Gustafson? You know, he's he, he, he actually spoke to the media after the game, which I was like, why are we talking to him? But, you know, he said, like, I'm still out here trying to, you know, prove that I can, can, can play it in this league. And, you know, still trying to basically put out tape for next season. He knows he has no future here. So... Maybe it's Derek King throwing him a bone saying, hey, you know, we'll, we'll try and get you some, some more ice time. But at this point of the season, I don't, I'm there's, with you, Jay. I don't care. There's plenty of tape, plenty of tape out
3: there. None of it's good. No,
0: yeah, exactly. We, yeah. Everyone in the NHL knows what Eric Gustafson is. Yeah. If you want to give him a contract for next season, that's on you.
1: That's why the Blackhawks got him for nothing. And I the thought of, like, hey, we're going to do you a solid and try to up your value. No, they did him a solid yeah. by bringing him over from Europe in the first place. They the did him a solid that by he's bringing
0: him. still here this year. Yeah, and bringing him back has this year. him a solid.
1: Because Caleb Jones was hurt. It, it just, I don't know. Like a lot of the things that are happening roster wise are contradictory from what the plan is. I don't need Gustafson. Shut down Tyler Johnson and just say, you know what? He's been banged up all year. Let him sit. This is not Connor Murphy. Connor Murphy's an established guy, he's a long term guy. He's here. For the future, he's an alternate captain. When he's healthy, he should play. He contributes when he's playing. The other thing you mentioned too, Mario, why is Seth Jones, who's going to be here for like almost a decade, playing a half hour in a game that doesn't matter?
0: Running him into the ground. Why? Exactly. why Why?
1: Why run him into the ground? It's one thing if you're chasing a playoff spot. Now, play him 23 minutes, 22 minutes and let these young – get Stillman in there, let Vlasic play. I just – I don't know. I just don't understand. To me, there's a big disconnect between, okay, we're rebuilding, but let's make sure we get these veteran guys ice time and then run our stars into the ground. It's just crazy. Patrick Kane with 23 minutes. Alex brinka 22 minutes. Like,
0: like – I- I get that they're still trying to win games. Of course, it's it's professional sports. You're not actively trying to lose. Right. But I don't. I don't know. I think it's. I think part of it is Derek King trying to get some wins to help himself keep the head coaching job beyond this season. Um, but at this point, yeah. It, it's contradictory. We get these little snippets of, oh, this is the the plan for the rebuild. This is, you know, these are players you're going to see moving forward. And then tonight, half an hour of Seth Jones, 20 minutes to Gustafson. Like, I don't know. I don't get it.
3: It doesn't seem like maybe there's enough communication from the front office to behind the bench to say, hey, this is what we need to do. Because I don't think. Derek King getting that interim tag removed from his name should matter about how many wins he has. At least not by now. No. Right. I would hope that decision's already been made. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. I'm allergic to all this bad hot. thats a thats a f that is a first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, It'll be a no, long I, couple I, years I, if that's true. No, I would assume that the the outlook for coaching next season already is either figured out or there's wheels in motion behind the scenes to get somebody besides Derrick King in here. But I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think Derrick King, for at least next season, sticks around. I agree. Because yeah. because we've talked about it. What, you know, what do you have to do for next season? You don't need to have a coach that's going to come in and, and change things up. You don't need a coach that's going to come in and try and – win as many games as possible. You need a coach that can have some continuity, uh, have a rapport with young players, and go from there. Derek King's the kind of coach yeah. that can do that.
3: There, he definitely has those moments, like the things we're talking about tonight, where you're like, well, what are we doing here? Yeah. But the bottom line is when, when you have a young team, you need a coach that just simplifies everything, and that's Derek King's greatest asset. Right. He is really good at just making things simple, and figuring out places where guys can succeed. And that's all you really need for a young team is just get these guys to go out and just play their each individual game, be who you are, play simple. Don't think so much, act on your instincts, just be where you're supposed to be. And that's all you got to worry about. And he does, he does a very good job at that. And that's why I think he should come back next season beyond that.
0: Who knows?
1: Yeah. All right, Mario, you want to do the four stars before the fourth star of the game before we get to our host of conversation?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. Um oh, I don't know. My. This was kind of like
3: Well, surprisingly, seeing this is gonna screw us up. We the fourth star of the game is we, we pick a guy that wasn't on the three stars. We all figured Kevin Lankinen was gonna be one of the three stars. He was not. Oh. So this yeah. kind of screws up our whole situation. So Well, we'll... the graphic is made. Yes. So we're sticking with our pick. It was Philip Grubar, <laughs> Alex <laughs> Wenberg, and Jordan Eberly were our three stars of the game, all from the crack. And we had all figured Lincoln would get the nod. So
1: that's where our picks are. All were right, made. so he should be, but, but the graphics already made. I'm gonna give it to Kirby Doc. There were a few flashes of him tonight. Um generated a couple nice rushes. I don't know. They all sort of sucked. So yeah. he sucked the least.
3: Congratulations, yeah, well you, here's your D-shirt. You, you have the
0: full lineup to pick from, and no one was impressed. <laughs> right, well, because right. oh, we because di- we
3: disqualified uh, Kevin Lankanen, Um, I went with a guy we've talked about saying that, yeah, he probably shouldn't be playing, but I went with Reese Johnson because <laughs> at least at least I noticed Reese Johnson. You know, the, there he is. That's more than I could <laughs> Yeah, I was like, hey, there he is. He's in front of the net and didn't get the puck on the net. But he had a shot. He had three hits. He brought some energy early in the game. He was noticeable, and that's more than I could say for half the team.
1: Congratulations on being out there! Smith,
3: congratulations <laughs> on making me realize you were in the lineup
0: tonight. <laughs> yeah, like right, you Mario. said it at the ga- you said it at the game. You said when Reese Johnson's the one getting the best scoring chances, it's n- it's a it's Not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not him. a good thing. Yeah, um, my fourth star was uh, not in the lineup tonight, but he was a member of the Blackhawks for. The couple of hours that he was uh, he was around, it was Marion Hosa I mean, honestly, the reason that the the building had as many people as it did tonight was because Marion Hosa was going to be going to be around signing his one day contract before the game, which was, it, was just an awesome event. Um, great to see him around again, um, and then you know the the news that number eighty one is going to go under the rafters next year. Um, just again just an, an awesome moment and an awesome honor for um one of the best players that the the organization has ever seen and one of the most key members of the modern dynasty that that was the blackhawks so you know it was it was hosa's night um oh hosa night anyways um uh, <laughs> That's the second time I've made that joke today, but uh, first time for our audience. You That's guys all right. Heard that it's fresh of,
1: for like, us. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm with but, you. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. Sure. Hosa's big night, and um, you know, being able to this is the first time I've ever, uh, you know, been in a in a, in a media availability with Hosa, and just being in the same room, I was just like, oh gosh, this guy, he's, he just, I don't know, I don't want to gush over him, but like. He's oh, go just, ahead. He's just the best. He is, <laughs> like he is. the best. Way I could, just, he was the only person. Great. He was the
3: only person under contract by the Blackhawks today that got the crowd to cheer. So he's our four. Yeah, seriously.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, exactly. that's it. Marion Hosa, you're getting a CHGO shirt. Perfect. Congratulations.
0: And yes. he, you know, he might be around Chicago long enough that uh, we can we can send it to him and not have to do international shipping. So. Yeah,
1: he was talking during the intermission about. Uh, Potentially joining the Hawks in a in a more official role, uh, and they didn't. He didn't. He said well, we're kind of working out the details, just like we talked about on our All Hosta All the Time show the other day. Like whatever he wants to do, just let him do it, because yeah. I don't think there's anything he's going to do poorly. I think yeah, if he wants the, to be in management, if he wants to coach, fine. If Marion Hosta says something to me, I'm listening. I'm yeah. taking yeah, that the, advice.
0: What, what he said was that he's had discussions with the Blackhawks about a role with the organization. There's nothing, no details finalized, but the way that he put it was basically like, I'm going to be around. So whatever capacity is, something with HOSA involved is coming, which is I, great news.
1: Can never have too much Mary HOSA. Nope. No. All right, Mario, we're going to let you go home, man. It's been a long day for you. Uh, nope. Thanks for the uh, post-game update. We appreciate it, and we'll talk yeah. to you tomorrow. Uh, right. By the way, everybody, we should mention this now. Tomorrow's podcast is audio yeah. only, um, so look for it around uh, 3 o'clock or so, 3.30, yeah. somewhere in that range. Won't, won't be
3: a live show, but uh, we'll, you'll still get your hours' worth of Blackhawks and maybe some other stuff talk uh, tomorrow sometime in the afternoon, but yeah, we'll let you know when that's popping open yep um and uh you know while we took a break from this game we got some other things we want to talk about i think it's a good time to bring up the points bet play of the week ah yes for all you uh superstar gamblers out there make sure you have joined uh on the points bet app that's what we all do here at the chgo office and uh, we got a a play of the week we a, a bet that jay and i talked about and uh, we're going to step off the ice for a moment. It, it's, you know, just for a second here. Put on and, my skate guards. And, uh, you know, opening day started today. I'm rocking my Harry Carey Holy Cow shirt. Somebody gave me some love for that in the comments earlier. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it was perfect day. Um, there it is. Thank you. The Dash Law. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite shirts. If you can't really see it, it's got Harry Carey and some cows with halos on it. So it worked the cubbies won today tomorrow the white Sox. yep open in detroit so that's going to be our points bet play of the week the white Sox at minus a run and a half is currently at plus 135 i think that's a really good bet because you got lucas giolito starting for the white Sox. i hear he's good he confirmed i hear he's pretty can good. confirm reports he's their hoss he's their guy and uh, the Detroit Tigers are throwing something on the mound called Elvin Rodriguez. I'm sure he's a nice kid. Uh, he looks but, he looks like a nice guy. He's very yeah, handsome. I mean, you know, handsome Elvin, man. Elvin is a cool name. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Elvin Bishop fan. So I liked Elvin
1: on the Cosby Show.
3: They, yeah, good. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so he had a
3: 5.7 <laughs> ERA in the minor leagues last year. Yeah. And he's pitching against the major league, a pretty good major league lineup tomorrow. And Le- Lucas Giolito. So I think the Sox at minus one and a half runs is a pretty good bet. And at plus 135, that's some good value right there. Yep. So that is our points bet play of the week. Take the Sox, give up the run and a half, get those one, plus one 135 odds. I think... You're going to be okay at the end of the day.
1: Just be warned, though. My points bet play of today was to take the over in the Blackhawks-Kraken game, which was six and a half.
3: That's why we went with baseball.
1: Eh. I also put a
3: dollar on Tiger Woods to win the Masters at 3300
1: You are a wild man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's Comment it. in the chat from Nick P., HOSA for head coach. <laughs> maybe I mean, that's why he's like, eh, we just can't talk about the details yet maybe. because... They haven't fired Derek King, but I'm gonna be the new coach.
3: But see, I don't know if that would work because the sun shines on Marion Hosa, and there'd just be a big pool of water. Yeah, in that'd front be tough. Of the Blackhawks bench. That would be
1: tough. I, I also don't want Hosa in any role where people are gonna stop liking him. This is true too. <laughs> Marion Hosa smiles way too
3: much to take this job right now.
1: Yeah, why?
3: Why he's I, such a great guy? Why turn him into a miserable bastard? I'm
1: surprised he <laughs> did not bail during the intermission. He might. Have. I would have been like.
3: He had his media. Intervi- he had his media uh, availability in the second intermission. I'm willing to bet he did not go back up to his seat for the third period. He's like, all right, well, like, I'm beating this traffic. I'm bit of out
1: time. Of here. There, I got yeah. got an Uber. I got to oh, catch my daughter uh,
3: who was born in Chicago. She's calling me. I got to go.
2: Guys, I see that uh pow's he made his first bet on a uh, points bet. Today. Nice. Uh, he, I've made this mistake with first score as well. You got to be careful not betting too much. It's usually a pretty good payout. Uh, so I just make sure that I bet. You know bet to my means on the yeah. first score and, and you might get lucky on it. It's just,
1: that's it. That's a, that's like a coin flip. Yep. If even that, it's not even that, that lucky. Just a reminder, by the way, uh, when you, uh, sign up for points, bet, use that promo code CHGO When you sign up, you'll get two risk free bets up to $2,000. So make sure you take advantage of that whole thing.
3: And you get a free t-shirt, right?
1: Yeah. The whole deal, the yeah. whole schmear, you
3: get all yeah, kinds of cool free stuff. t-shirt, all kinds of stuff. Hope,
1: hope Powell's 08 used,
3: uh, that promo code. And, uh, well, hopefully you learned, you learned a valuable lesson. You said you bet 20 bucks on that. Uh, that's a risky bet. That's a big bet. I would I would have taken a zero off of that, but uh, <laughs> and then maybe another dollar off of that. <laughs> but you know you got you got more stones than I do. I'll give you credit for that. but uh, you know you got yeah, I guess the, he took the adage,
1: you got to bet money to win money. So I guess so. Just not today, <laughs> just not but today. Double down. Hedge your bets, bet the White Sox minus one and a half tomorrow. That feels like free money, which means it's not. Which means they're going to lose by nine. But that's our points back play of the week. So check it out if you're into it. Remember, use that code CHGO. So one thing I wanted to talk about, and I want to qualify these comments with Marion Hosa, absolutely, 100% deserves to have his jersey retired. Period. End of statement. I did find myself a little bit surprised that he's going to be the first one simply because I thought they were going to wait until kind of everybody was done. And I don't know if they would do it as one thing. No, but it would be Taves Kane and Keith, maybe then like Hosa Crawford Seabrook. I don't know. I I just, I was a little bit surprised and not disappointed by any means, but a little surprised that Hosa will be the first one to go up there, but he's the first one retired. So, I guess it makes yeah, sense.
3: there's two reasons for that. You just mentioned he's the first one officially retired. And uh, they got to sell tickets somehow <laughs> next year to this yeah. team. People are not going to be beating down the doors for Blackhawk tickets next year. So, so it's like, hey... You know what? We at least can guarantee one sellout next they year. They
1: should do the Hosa banner like a letter at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Game three against uh, Ottawa. The They'll put up. the M up. <laughs> 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 They're going to need
3: well, that's the fun thing we were talking. Like, who should it be against? And you said when Ottawa's in town would be the perfect thing. But I want to be petty. Yeah. I want it against the Red Detroit Wings. would be
1: fun. Just rub it in yep. their face. Remember, remember when that, he chose that not time... to come back?
3: Well, no. Remember that time Ken Holland decided to give Johan Franzen all the money instead of marrying Hosa? <sighs> yeah, how'd that work out for you? you guys yeah. let's be petty come on
1: i'm down da- i'm down Do for all the pettiness detroit. uh adam Burrish in the pregame ceremony of course uh getting the the crowd pop when he mentioned detroit is a is a place for a host played but the host of stuff was great tonight man it was. they handled it really well uh rocky works was at the mic and didn't say anything crazy so that was good that's a win yes um it's 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 it's, it's just cool and i i, I mentioned this before it feels so good that Marion Hosa will go down in history as a Blackhawk. That, to me, is awesome because he had some really great years in Ottawa and Atlanta where he put up some big numbers. They're probably the best personal seasons of his career. But nobody knew. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Nobody knew. Right.
3: Um, yeah, and then he, you know, it, it's – and he even said during, during the uh, little uh, presentation before he signed his contract, and we kind of talked about that on our Marian Hosa episode. And if you haven't listened to that, that was uh, Tuesday's episode. It's a good one. Uh, we An hour on nothing but Marian Hosa. So if you're watching on YouTube, first of all, thank you. Click that like button, subscribe, go back to Tuesday's show when we're done and listen to that. Or if, if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you're listening to your podcast, we talked nothing about Marian And We alluded to this fact, and he pretty much said that the reason he came to Chicago is because of that playoff series against the Blackhawks when he was with Detroit, uh, the 2009 Western Conference Final, the Detroit won. But he said, I wanted to win a Stanley Cup, and I saw that this team was young, and they had a chance to win, and he was the final piece, as they say. And uh, so that was fun to hear. It was, it was good, you know, to, to just reminisce and feel the energy in the building you know, talking about the three cups and and those moments. And, you know, he described the 17 seconds in Boston. I thought that was a lot of fun where he was just like, hey, we were all celebrating that first goal. (laughs) I took a drink of water and we all looked up and like, wait, did we just score again? (laughs) Like, what is going on here? It was kind of like, that's exactly how I felt. Well,
1: the other cool thing he he brought up, and I hadn't really thought about this before, is when they won against Tampa in Chicago, he mentioned it was the first time Where the Hawks were able to really absorb the fact that they were going to win. They had a cushion and the time was ticking down. And as the time ticked off, the bench was getting more and more excited. They win it in overtime in Philly. They do 17 seconds in Boston, and that's chaos. So the Tampa win. I mean,
3: Two-goal lead with two minutes to play. They had some yeah. time. They you had some time. they, they to... were able to take it in the moment. Yeah. And, and that was really cool to hear, too. That was you, cool. I never thought of that either. I mean, so that was had to be even special, too, because you could feel it coming, and you knew it was going to happen, that anticipation for that final second. I was there that night in the, as a fan, and it, you felt it build and build and build. I can't even imagine what it felt like on that bench.
1: Yeah, such a cool thing for him. It's funny. I, I don't think I've heard any Hawk mention that. Since they won no, that cup. That, uh, that, quote true. from Marion hosted tonight, it was my best decision ever to sign with the Blackhawks. I agree. Yeah. That was I mean, great. I don't know
3: what other decisions he's made in his life, but that the ones I know of this is the best one.
1: why yeah, wife's pretty attractive. Well, you know. Nah, Hawks. Hawks. Yeah. Gotta it's, go with the Hawks, my friend. It's just cool that he that he loves it. You could tell he got choked up. He did. He's a little bit of emotion on stage. Talking got, about yeah. how much the city means to him. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like, he was talking about his daughters being born here and all the stuff. And when he started talking about what the city means to him, that's when he teared up and kind of had to take a break. And, you know, the crowd let him hear it in a good yeah. way when, when that happened. But it's just cool, man. Like, that guy, I've always said, if you were to build the perfect hockey robot, it's Marion hosa And crazy. And I saw Mario tweet it out earlier today hosted describing the medication he was taking to continue playing with the skin condition. He compared it to chemotherapy. Like that's how rough those drugs were on her on him. So imagine he's playing, taking medication that strong that is ravaging his body. And he still is the effective player. He was, it's, it's unreal.
3: It's why he's the first ballot hall of famer.
1: And it's why it was so like, wait a minute. Marion Hosa can't quit because of a condition. What right? No, he's superhuman. Like that, that's, that's that why, stuff doesn't why, happen to people. That's why like the Hossa.
3: people, you know, the the, the butthurt fans in St. Louis who like to say, oh, salary cap circumvention, blow it out your ass. Yeah. Like, they're no, so much better, no better way, with Osa. Yeah.
1: Even again, even if he's not scoring at the pace he's used to, you still have one of the best defensive forwards in the game playing for your team at a pretty reasonable deal. Yeah. 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 That anyone who thinks that it was the case, cap circumvention, no. The other, the other ones, yes. Yeah. That one, <laughs> no, oh, not Brittany. Yeah. So Brett Seabrook
3: 100%. Yeah, yeah but right. uh, no, to say that about Hosa, you're either butt hurt, uh, an idiot, or a little bit of both.
1: Yeah, I am I, I think that's totally a you're fair a butt assessment tonight. <laughs> but hurt, idiot. Sound like Chris Jericho. You stupid idiot. Hey, it's great to see. We're seeing a bunch of new faces here on the uh, chat, which is wonderful. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Make sure you become a CHGO member. Go to allchgo.com and sign up. You get post-games and live shows from every team every day. Uh, Post-game shows, obviously. You get access to our premium written content uh, for members at the allchgo.com. Dope merch, as the kids call it. Uh, you get a free shirt when you become a member and access to our own members only Discord. Mario did an AMA on the Blackhawks Discord today. We're going to be a lot more active in the Discord uh, in the coming weeks and months. It's been a bit of a roller coaster getting this thing launched and getting yeah. the show squared away. And it's
3: been a roller coaster on steroids.
1: Yeah, and and finding our and groove cocaine. as hosts and all that stuff. But now that we're settling in, we're finding our space as a company and as a show. We're going to be a lot more active in those channels, so jump on, become a member, join us on the Discord. We'll probably do an AMA, one of us, every week. We'll be chatting with you all during some intermissions and stuff, so uh, jump into that CHGO membership, all chgo.com for more information. But we'd love to see you in the Discord and uh, wearing that CHGO merch around town. It's starting to arrive. Yeah, People are sending us photos of the CHGO so merch. so cool
3: watching yeah. stuff on Twitter, yeah. everybody wearing their shirts. It's so awesome. It's like, man... I can't believe, like, I, I, I literally pinch myself every morning that this is this well, is real life. We sat in the press <laughs> box today, I, Jake, started, I, you I, turn to me and go, do you believe we're getting paid to do this? This is our job. Seriously. Like, I, I no, was, I don't believe it.
1: I was talking to Jake Flanagan, uh, one of our managers today, and I'm like, every day I got to pinch myself that I get to cover the Blackhawks. Like, Sunday, we're in the suite, and we're rubbing elbows with – Danny words and Jamie Faulkner. And then was we're at practice yesterday, right. you know, shooting the crap with the writers and everything. Then today we're at, in the press box, talk, talking, to John Wideman, yeah. talking to everybody walking around. It's just, it is surreal, man. And this is a team that I have covered as a side project for, you know, over a decade. And now that this is my life, like I'm so grateful to, first of all, Brandon and everybody at CHGO, but to all the people who have jumped on and supported us since launch, everybody who's with us here at you know 11 p.m. on a weeknight, Talking Hawks with us in the chat, everyone who's listening to the podcast, it's just unbelievable. So thank you all for the opportunity for us to do this.
3: Yeah, I, we wouldn't be sitting in these chairs without you guys watching, you yeah. guys listening, you guys becoming members. Uh, it's all because of you guys, and it's it's – twice tonight we, we got recognized at the united center and people yeah. came up and said hey we love your podcast like, i'll never that get blows, that blows my mind <laughs> like it's like oh wow like i for, i still think that my mom is the only person that reads my stuff so <laughs> when i when somebody sees us at a, at a hawks game and says hey jay hey greg i love your podcast it's like shit
2: <laughs> like my mom wow. said to me
1: tonight are you at your job i don't understand I'm like Yes, that's where I am right now. By the way, uh, speaking of CHGO, I just retweeted it from my Twitter account at Jay Zawoski. Go watch the Project CHGO video yeah, on YouTube. So cool. It is phenomenal. They documented start to finish the launch of CHGO. Uh, it's such a cool thing. It's brilliant, brilliantly produced by Ryan Green over at DNVR. Yeah,
3: he needs to win an award. It, of some sort. For it that. is
1: phenomenal, and you guys can tell like when you're waiting for the podcast to begin. The great intro video that plays with all the drone shots of the stadiums—that's all right. It's just fantastic. So go watch that launch video on YouTube. Uh, I'm, I'm sure everyone at CHGO has retweeted it. I just did it from my account at Jay Zawoski. So go check that out. It's fantastic. We got a, a note from Sean who says, "Best damn post game show and podcast, boys." We appreciate, appreciate that. Thank you, Sean, and uh, uh, everybody.
3: The, the Rev is giving us some love. You're one of our. Our biggest yeah. fans, we appreciate hearing yeah. from you in the chat. The and Rev our, our bringing
2: up uh, your tweets from practice, guys. Man. They're they're great. It's it's fantastic. I've I've enjoyed watching the show from home the last couple of days. Well, so you, you're, yeah, you're paid to say that. No, I, <laughs> this is this is real. I'm watching wait, wait, it when I'm not getting paid. I swear. And and I have the C H uh, G O Blackhawk shirt coming. Nice. I, nice. I I had another one that arrived. Uh, the C H G O Bulls arrived yesterday. They fit great. They're they're the right fit and everything, and they're a very comfortable shirt. That's the yeah. I,
1: I I'm 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 the weird like dangerously between double x yes. and xl. Yes, I never know what to order. I went with the xl. Got a little bit of room in there, enough for when I ruin it in the laundry and it'll shrink a little bit. It'll still fit, but it's super comfortable. The shirts are wonderful. So all yeah. and if you sign up to be a member, you get access to the log. You get a free shirt. Yep. So, so do pr- it.
3: We appreciate the love. We're finding our groove here, and, you know, we've got a few more games to cover, and then we're going to get into a very interesting off-season. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, when I, and when the off-season approaches, you're still going to get us five five hours a week. So we love hearing the feedback and what you guys want to talk about because we're going to need to lean on you guys. Yeah, no doubt. Come July and August when we're running out of ideas.
1: Uh, remember, too, we are very much expecting a special guest Yes. Next week, look for that to happen Wednesday. As soon as we get confirmation, we'll let you know. But going to be huge. we might be joined by Blackhawks royalty, if you will. <laughs> if you want like to piece those clues together, yeah, feel free to do that. And reminder: tomorrow's show is not on the YouTube's; it is podcast audio only. Look for that around uh, three three thirty or so.
3: Yep, we'll get it out there on all the uh, the Twitter accounts and all that stuff. Um, yep. And and we love to hear from you. Shout outs out at the uh, chgo underscore Blackhawks if you're on Twitter, give us a question. Uh, we'll try and get to it at some point over the you know on an off day show D- Discord too. We're gonna try and be more active in there as well. You guys have paid to be in there, so it's our duty to go in there and 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 participate. So as we're getting more comfortable here and everything, kind of. Falls in the place We're definitely going to be More interactive With all you guys Because this is Without you guys None of this is here
1: I'm going to be honest I didn't know what Discord was Until I started here that, Me too <laughs> I like, thought what, this, is,
3: I thought, what is this I thought Discord was I an, my flip
2: phone I thought Discord Was an emo band <laughs> <laughs> I, I had heard of it I'd been invited To one of them No clue yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I, I had don't, no I'm, clue I'm not,
3: I'm not 18 And I don't play video games So I, it's right over my head But I'll, I'll try my best
1: all right, we've got two guesses in the chat on who the guess is going to be. Uh, we've got uh, Powell says CM Punk. Skokes says Kinger. One of you is correct. Yes. All right, let's wrap things up with that <laughs> little tease. Uh, we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Remember, we are presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. From my partner, Greg Boyson. I'm Mario Tirabasi, who is headed home. He's tail lights. I'm Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening, as always, to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.
2: Lights are off.